When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Rich Eisen. He is the baddest man in the NFL. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Joseph, come on. It is good. Are you kidding me, Mr. Wright? Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Five touchdown passes. Tom Brady today. Jackson, he'll keep it on the read option, and he flips in for the go-ahead touchdown. Earlier on the show, Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers. Coming up. Fox Sports NFL analyst, Akib Tlaib, plus your phone calls and more. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show on the air. Great chat with Aaron Rodgers in hour number one. Go to our Twitter feed at Rich Eisen Show for whatever you missed from Aaron Rodgers. He's He's taking on the Lions tonight. Yeah, brother, he's taking on the Lions tonight on Monday Night Football. I'll be hosting the pregame and the halftime on Westwood One. Also, um, on this show, Akib Tlaib's going to join us in about 19 minutes' time. I knew it. I knew it when he and Gus Johnson were going to start calling games together that, A, it would be a terrific listen. You definitely said that. And, B, I just knew that when we you know, stumbled upon the fact on Friday show that Akib Tlaib was calling the Cardinals <laughs> and Vikings together with Gus Johnson— uh, that we had to book him. So before we left the facility here on Friday, he was booked. <laughs> and sure enough, here's what the first game that Gus Johnson has called for the NFL on Fox this year. And maybe, the, I don't know when the last time he called an NFL game. But the guy has a ridiculous touch. And the sports gods have bestowed upon him just the wildest affairs. I don't know what it is. Insane. In the same way that I attract ambient noise in every apartment I ever lived in for some reason. <laughs> the loudest neighbors. The, the I mean, I, honestly, I attract and go to hotels. Susie will say, we go to hotels. And she's like, we'll always sit there in a, in a beautiful room that we're so fortunate to be in. Like, do you hear that? Like, I attract ambient noise. Gus Johnson attracts incredible sporting crazy events. Honestly. He never calls a laugher, ever. Unless I guess it's a certain November every now and then. But here's here's what, I wrote it down. Here's what Cardinals Vikings featured yesterday. You ready for this? Oh, yeah. I was watching. A 400-yard passing game, a 100-yard rushing game, a 100-yard receiving game, a pick six, a 62-yard field goal, a double-tipped pass for a first down, mm-hmm. a 77-yard touchdown pass play, seven lead changes, <laughs> 893 total yards, and two 52-yard field goals kicked by the same guy who missed a 37-yarder to win it at the very end. And you missed a 62-yard field goal that Prater kicked. No, I said that, a 62-yard oh, oh, field okay. goal. I did I? I thought I did. Yeah. That was all in one game, and I definitely <laughs> missed a couple of things. That game was amazing. Oh, A.J. Green scoring touchdown? Yeah, A.J. Green had a touchdown. Rondell Moore had the 100-yard receiving game, not yeah. DeAndre Hopkins. 
who was all over the first drive that was capped by a touchdown. Murray was throwing two interceptions, three touchdowns in the air. He scored one in the ground. Yep. I mean, <laughs> unbelievable game. Kirk Cousins' first pass of the game was a 60-yard touchdown. 344 yards Cousin had. Three touchdowns, no interceptions. Dalvin Cook, 131 on the ground. At one point, it was crazy. They're up by six. Timeout. Come out of the timeout. Dalvin Cook gets stood up. He's in the blue tent. One snap later was that 77-yard pass play. So, Cook, it looks great. They're up six. Cook is cooking. Snap later, he's in the blue tent while the Cardinals take the lead on a 77-yard pass play. Insane. Insane. Bonkers. Gus Aqib Tlaib. Aqib Tlaib's going to join us shortly. Love it. Nice. Take a phone call before Chris Brockman gives some very important news updates uh, here on the program um, involving injuries and what's going on in the NFL. Chuck in Virginia, you've been waiting forever and a day. What's up, Chuck? What's up, Rich? Thank you for taking my call. Thanks for making it. What's on your mind? Uh, I'm actually a Jets fan. I've been a Jets fan since 2003, Chad Pennington. Okay. And I just want to say that I wish we did not trade Sam Darnold right now. Mm. Because Mm. Zach Wilson, who I understand it's um, Bill Belichick. Everybody knows Bill Belichick loves rookies. He will take a swimming pool of rookies and destroy them all. But I'm just going to say I'm just going to say I listen to my gut, and you always say listen to your gut. But Zach Wilson's going to be a bust, and he's going to get traded within three to four years. Oh, Chuck. Come on now. Chuck, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Chuck, here's the deal. Even when Mahomes was being Mahomes in his first year of being Mahomes, right, Chris? Will you look this up, 2018? Was it, it was 2018. That was his first full year right. playing. Yeah. Belichick held him in check, did he not? When they took on the Patriots. All right, give me a second. It's just, it just happens, and I understand, Chuck. I know, but, but no, no, Rich, look, he lost to Carolina, where Carolina entered to the game as, I think they were like the ranked below as the but, worst defense, and got destroyed. Chuck, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Listen. Mahomes actually tore up Bill. Did he? I thought he did in the first, or the first half the, he actually. Yeah, 352 yeah. yards, four touchdowns. All right, so let me just dispatch with that. So, look, Carolina just did to Jameis Winston what, you know, we thought the Packers could and didn't. All right? And Sam Darnold behind this team could have looked only half as bad as Zach, and then what? See, at least this kid is going to take his lumps and move on. And, and Chuck, uh, you want to hug something out? It sounds like you need a hug here. Oh, man, I do. Okay, hold on a second. Here we go. Here we go. I'm, I'm extending my arms. <laughs> we're we're, we're going to – I'm wrapping, and here's the hug. Or the quick tap, and then we, we go our separate ways. <laughs> Thank you for the call, Chuck, okay? Call back. Be well, brother. Here's what here, – and, and let me just do one more time here what I said in the second hour, all right? It sucks. It stinks. The fact that the Jets chose this kid and he looked as bad as he did against New England and Belichick, who's starting his rookie guy, and that kid played the better game, and they got a win, and it's Zach 
getting smoked as Mac wins his first career W in Zach's home debut in front of the Jets fans. It's demoralizing. It's terrible. It is the ultimate in what is being talked about as a lump taken and received. And the thing that I will hang my hat on is that it's got to happen. And this is why Justin Fields should start better now than just let's see what a veteran can do. And then all of a sudden the lumps are taken down the road. Take them now. Take them now. And if you think that the kid can't handle it, then you shouldn't have drafted him to New York in the first place. They think he can handle it. Everybody tells me he can handle it, even though, again, he looks like he's a star of American pie, not a quarterback in the NFL. I'm going to trust in the people that tell me because, I, you know, we've invited him on this show. I'd love to interview him and get to know him myself. But the one thing that didn't happen yesterday that Jet fans are hoping that it would happen to them one day is Zach isn't that generationally talented kid. He may turn out to be, but what he isn't is the generationally talented kid who wipes out all the usual trapdoors and pitfalls, which is Belichick, rookie quarterback, doesn't matter. I'm generationally, I'm generationally talented. I'm like Mahomes. I'm showing up. Guess what? All those cares and woes that you've been dealing with your entire life, all those emotional scars, it's gone because I'm Zach Wilson. I'm one of the best of all time. I'm coming out of the box like Marino. I'm coming out of the box like everybody else who's generationally talented and going to the Hall of Fame. Well, guess what? That didn't happen. And guess what? Mahomes might not have been able to pull it off either if he was surrounded by the same talent that the Jets have. <sighs> but man, do you, I just love, do you need a hug? You know what? No, I, I just expected it because it's, you know, coming out like, hey, it's all over, Jets fans. The, the 50 year old, the 50 year plus long drought, it's over. You got it. We, we had one dropped in our lap and it could be that kid at some point. But right now, not yet. All right, Chris Brockman, give me a news update right here before Keeb Talib joins us on the Rich Eisen Show. Go for it, Christopher. And now, with a report of the day's news from the world of sports and entertainment, someone who is not a journalist or newsman by any definition of the word whatsoever, it's Chris Brockman. It's Chris Brockman. All right, guys, just injury updates across the league here. Uh, Andy Dalton, real quick. Initial exams, no ACL tear, no damage to the MCL. Diagnosis of a bone bruise would show that he did dodge a major injury. Obviously, good news. Matt Nagy did say through Bears PR, Dalton is the team's quarterback when healthy. There you have it, Chicago. Honestly, Bears fans will not like it. They will not like it. Nagy is like, I have a plan, and it's to sit Justin Fields as long as possible. We'll get him in every now and then, and if Dalton can't go, he can go. But until then, QB1 is Andy Dalton. And Bears fans are like, we are done, done, done sitting around wondering what our team can look like and how far we can go if this defense was supported by a dynamic offense. We're done with it. Even winning yesterday, it's like, well, the defense just stiffened up. Roquan Smith made the game-changing play or game-altering play. 
It's three you know, consecutive picks yesterday. I yeah. know, and that's the ba- the Bears defense came to the rescue. And imagine what it would look like if that Bears defense got consistently twenty one to twenty four points put on the board by somebody else. And guess what? Justin Fields may not be that kid right now to do it, but he would be faster if he gets in now. But if Nagy can stand the heat, it sure seems like he can with a smile on his face. And the Bears fan base held at bay, and the owners are like, you're our guy. We'll trust you. Do your thing. Then that's the way it's going to go. And the ratcheted and the heat will just only be turned up if the Packers do what we expect tonight, which is win. Because right now the Bears are in second place. And they could be in first if the Lions shocked the world tonight. That would be a big shock. All right, Indianapolis, Carson Wentz, uh, according to Ian Rappaport, dealing with injuries not just to one ankle, but both ankles, having tests today oh my God. to determine the severity of the sprains suffered. We saw Jacob Eason come in yesterday. He did not look good. So Colts oh, fans hoping Carson Wentz boy. is healthy. It's like misery. It's like the football gods came <laughs> in like Kathy Bates. Yeah. <laughs> Poor James Conner. Both ankles. So the guy's recovering from foot surgery now. Both ankles? Yeah. Oh, man. Hey, man, Wentz cannot stay healthy, huh? He cannot. He cannot. I mean, that's. Oh, I always feel bad with saying that guy just can't stay healthy. It's like, what is he supposed to do? This is the body that he's been given? This is the situation? Yeah, like, not, Is it because he's, you know, snacking on pizza at night instead of taking care of his body? I, I, I don't know. But if yeah, you he, can't stay healthy... Then that's that's that. I'll we, tell you this: we mock these guys like they're sitting at offices behind desks, like they're out there playing a very yeah, violent, violent, yeah, game. violent game. I know. We go, Why Donald. can't you stay healthy? It's like, gee, man. Like, <laughs> but the problem is, if if he constantly can't stay healthy, then yeah. that's a problem. That if is. you acquire him, you need that availability. So, oh and two Colts, oh and two man. And now it's going to be Jacob Eason potentially, or. Potentially. He can't go. Who do they play do this they week? Have? I got it. I got it right here. All right, while you do that, let me Ladies tell you about T.J. Watt real quick. T.J. Watt got knocked out with a groin injury yesterday mm-hmm. from Pittsburgh. Oh, God, they're at Tennessee. Uh, Ian says T.J. Watt does have a chance to play Sunday, told it's a good sign regardless if he plays or not, that it is not a major injury to his groin for T.J. Watt. That's good news. Pittsburgh Steelers this week have the Bengals at home. Maybe they should rest him. Even though I said in my home, my, my four downs, the Bengals are not a homecoming anymore. They almost had it yesterday until just Burrow started winging it all over the place. Yeah, Steelers are at Green Bay Ooh. in two weeks. Two weeks. Man, and then they're home for the Broncos and Seahawks. Four, half their home schedule is out the window before their bye week, before, before Halloween. That's a tough schedule for Pittsburgh. Denver and Pittsburgh... Bro, I love the Denver Broncos being 2-0. and I don't want to get too far off, yeah, but yeah. T.J. Watt being healthy is good news right there. Yeah. All right, here's some Tua updates, guys. Give me the Tua update. Tua. So we saw Tua leave yesterday, rib injury. Tom Pelissaro saying that Tua underwent further tests this morning on bruised ribs. Understanding did not reveal any major issues. X-rays negative, so it'll be about pain tolerance and functionality moving forward. Adam Schefter added that Brian Flores said Tua will be, quote, day-to-day. 
Cameron Wolf adding, Flores says, toughness, not a question for Tua. Have to do what's best for him and the team. They will look into a flak jacket flak situation jacket. as an option to play flak with. Flak jacket situation. I like it. Dolphins Raiders this week. Here comes Max Crosby. <laughs> Look out. Mad Max. Hey, man. Here's the worst thing that can happen for Tua. Is clearly this. Mm-hmm. Battling aches and pains all year long. In which the evaluation is from the out in viewed as he's not good enough. And then maybe somebody from the inside out is viewed, is he tough enough? Is he fighting through it enough? Because, you know, every now and then you're going to have to play with a flak jacket. Mm -hmm. And then at some point, they'll look at that third inactive individual in Houston and say, we got to go get him. Yeah, speaking of. And then what uh, what happens to Tua? And then what happens to Tua? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, speaking of Thursday Night Football. What a bummer. I mean, uh, I just want to see him healthy and winging it around all these track stars that they're putting around yeah, him. Texans, Panthers, Tyrod Taylor out. Davis Mills, the starter. Deshaun Watson will not play. David Culley says he will not be active. Why are they making David Culley say it every single week? This must be some form of uh, union issue that they can't just say he's not playing this year. That they have to, it's got to be a week to week thing. Like, I, like, oh, he's an actor. Like, at what point would they, like, what if Davis Mills gets hurt? Would they just basically sign somebody off the street with a healthy D- Deshaun Watson sitting there? Like, they are a couple of injuries away from being in a very precarious position if they have no intention of playing him. There is not a fourth quarterback. Well, on who's their, their third stringer? Who's Davis their Mills. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there's no. Well, I, I'm just assuming he's not even, but he is on the depth chart. So the third stringer is Deshaun. That's what I meant. Is who's there some? Yeah, he's. Uh, yeah, there Deshaun's must be a practice guy. squatter or something. Would they really start a practice squatter over Deshaun it Watson? It seems like that. Yeah. Which is so crazy. Because, dude, yeah. they're, they're playing football, and I'm going higher register for a reason. They're not laying down the They dime. are not. No. Like, Davis Mills Davis Mills looked better than Zach Wilson did yesterday when it, he came into a game that he wasn't even planning on playing. It looks like Jeff Driscoll is their practice squad quarterback. They would go Jeff Driscoll over Deshaun Watson. They, better, uh, make they a, would. They better make a call to Cam. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, how about Tyron Taylor, man? Can this guy catch a break or what? what? He just can't, man. Unluckiest quarterback in the league right man. now. He just can't stay healthy. That's a shame. Even but it when wasn't, it wasn't his fault last when year. When it's his fault, his when fault. it's not his yeah. fault, like, dude can't catch a break, yo. We're taking a break right here. Tyron Taylor is out. Uh, that is crazy. We're just take a break right now. Uh, Keep Tlaib will join us next for a great hot minute or 15. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be fun. Don't go anywhere. Back with Aqib to leave in a moment. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed We get to what everybody's talking about as well, more than just uh, your game and what you're talking about is what you are wearing. Walk me through the, the process, the suit process for you, Akib, and how you chose yesterday's suit. Uh, I, I, I go through uh, Elevate. Right. Chandra. Chandra's been doing my suit since 2008. Shout out okay. to Chandra from yep. Elevate. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just told her that, you know, it's Christmas time, maybe something festive. She was like, boom, I got the perfect, perfect little cloth for you. <laughs> What you think about this? I'm like, time to do your thing. And, you know, we collaborated on the shoes. There was uh, Louboutins. Yep. Collaborated on the shoes. And, uh, man, she always gets me together, man. She does a great job. I said festive, and she made it festive. So I like it. <laughs> I would agree. It is absolutely festive. It's Christmas time, red red tie, and then the, uh, the green check look right here. Now, what is your philosophy uh, I've been around Dion. Uh, Dion says he wears a suit on television once, and he's got to retire it for three years because he yeah. doesn't want to look in the same. What is your philosophy now? When, like, when would the next time be that we would ever see you in this particular suit, Akib? Definitely, definitely won't see me in this suit like ever again. Maybe, maybe if you know what I'm saying one and done. If I did something locally next Christmas, yeah. I may do something. But I'm like prime though. Once, once it's once it makes waves, it's, it's pretty much retired. It's, it's over with. Okay, one and done. But hopefully not in the booth. I'm one telling you, Akib, it was great. It was so much fun listening to you. It, it sounded like you were just sitting there as a former player, just telling it like it is, like you were seeing it. That was great. And that's and that's what I try to do. That's what I try to do. Honestly, I'm be I'm gonna be honest with you, Rich. Yep. I try to I tried to play football. Right. I, I'm playing football, so I started liking cornerbacks. So I started watching the best. Who the best? Who's the best? I started watching Dion. So, you know what I'm saying? I started trying to mimic what he do. 
play how he plays. Do at the, at the start of the play, I want my stance to look like his. So I started trying to mimic the best because I want to be the best. So honestly, when I started doing this Fox stuff, I listened to Tony Romo. Who makes the most money in this business, Rich? <laughs> Tony. I listened to Tony Romo. Tony Romo sounds the same. He sounds like he's having fun. Him and Jim, Jim Nance sits there and they watch the game. And he just, he, he, he fill you in with information when he feel like it's necessary. Besides that, he just, you know, calling a game, telling you what happened, and, and he's having fun. You know what I'm saying? So I just try to do it like Tony, man. I try to do it like Tony do it and just have fun. Sit there, call it how I see it. Don't try to be nobody else but myself. That's what Tony does. So he makes the most money in this business. So right now he's the best. That's who I watch, Rich. I love that. That's not a bad guy to model yourself after, both professionally and financially. There's no doubt about that. As Aqib Tlaib, last year when he made his debut on NFL on Fox, that was uh, just right before Christmas in 2020. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, week number two, mostly in the books, and one of the wildest affairs uh, occurred in the Arizona desert, and we just kind of saw it coming, certainly when... Gus Johnson and this man were hooked up together by Fox, which I thought was a genius pairing. And glad that we got a chance to see it with such an entertaining game yesterday between the Cardinals and the Vikings. Joining us here on the Rich Eisen Show is Akib Tlaib on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line. How are you, Akib? Rich, I'm all good. Uh, always a pleasure. Right back at you. How fun was that game? Yeah, Rich, right? it, was a, it was a good time, to say the least. Super yeah. exciting game. Back and forth, good quarterback play, a lot of, lot of big plays. You know, came all the way down to the wire, so that's always an entertaining game. What is Kyler Murray doing this year that you think might actually be an improvement from last year? Because you saw him towards the end of the year last year when Arizona was beginning to, to falter and miss the playoffs. How different well, is he now? I feel like I feel like he's doing a lot of the same that he did last year while he was healthy. I thought I – thought, that the Cardinals kind of went down last year when Kyler went down, when he started getting injured. So, you know, he hurt the shoulder, hurt the ankle, or whatever injuries he had. But I thought when he was healthy, he kind of looked similar to how he looked this year. So, you know, that was the beginning of the season. So, look, look, look a lot similar to what he did last year, Rich. Well, what about maybe uh, if you were able to Zoom with him or talk to him before the game different than last year? when you saw him at the, the end of last year? Any different in terms of his demeanor, personality, approach, anything like that? Uh, I think the vibe of the Cardinals just confident right now. They you know confident on offense, confident on defense, and there's a lot, it has a lot to do with Kyler because that's how he's he walking around right now, super confident. Man, it's his third year in the system. You know, he's got a couple of accolades now. Now it's not like young rookie Kyler Murray. Now it's like you a household name. You you right there with Russell Wilson and, you know, the rest of these guys. So I think, you know, he's a little more comfortable and you can kind of see that in his demeanor. So who's the best quarterback in the NFC West then, Akeem Tlaib? Man. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It's, 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 a, it's a bunch of bad ones, so. I don't know. So talk to we gonna see who the best is. The best one gonna win. No, I and I know and I know that you <laughs> we'll know. See that. We'll no, see that soon. I know that, but you're not allowed to give that answer here. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie to you. This is sports talk radio. The whole I don't know. We'll see how places is reasonable. I mean, that's, I'm not I saying really, I'm really not really saying you gave me an unreasonable answer, but uh, I mean, if we're going off what you did in the past, yep. if, if everybody stopped playing football right now, I think we're gonna say Russell Wilson the best, right? Yeah. So like literally right now. 
it's Stafford, it's Russell, right? It's Kyler, and Jimmy G is somebody who started in the Super Bowl two years ago. You need to win a football game in the NFC West in week three. Let's just say it, okay? Uh, which quarterback do you want on that field right now, Aqib Tlaib, in the NFC West? That's a tough question, Rich, but I'm going to go Kyler right now. I'm going to go Kyler. Really? Give me Kyler right now. Yeah. Why? He, 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 he could dominate a game, like, by himself almost. I mean, he's, like, unsackable. I mean, he gets sacked, but I think he gets sacked when he when he really waiting for a rock to clear, 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 and then he, you know he just try to get up out of there a little bit late. But man, it's he hard to stop. He hard to stop. His pocket awareness, his arm, his arm talent is as good as the pocket passes. Right? It's no one questions his arm talent at all. He, he not he he hasn't had like the Lamar stuff about can he throw on the outside. He never had to deal with any of that. But his pocket presence and his leg talent is just as talented as anybody in the NFL. He can, he can escape and keep his eyes downfield like Russell, or he can get out of there and run like Lamar. So I feel like he, he kind of both of them put together. Plus, he could throw like the, the, the Lawrence. <laughs> I mean, he's a total package. So I'm taking Kyler. Akib Tlaib here on the Rich Eisen Show, fresh off of calling the, uh, the barn-burning finish between Arizona and uh, Minnesota yesterday on Fox with Gus Johnson. Uh, Tom Brady just keeps doing it, Aqib Tlaib. I mean, what did you see from Tom that was different from anybody else you played with? And I know you played with Peyton. Was there any anything like where he stands out, a moment where he stood out at any point in time for you, Aqib Tlaib? Uh, I think just his competitiveness, you really could feel. Tom. Like some guys might be super competitive, but you know, they're not like our kids to leave. They ain't going to tell you about it, right? You can't really see it like that. Like, I'm going to show it. I feel like Tom, one of them guys, too. Like, he's he just so competitive. That's why he That's why he ain't never going to stop playing football. He just loves winning that much. So, he's going to keep on playing. So, that's the one thing that separates him from all the rest of the quarterbacks. To me, it's just that competitive edge that he played with. You ain't Gronk look like it's, you know, 2000, you know, 15, 16, 17 again. It's insane. They're they're just doing so well together again. How how in the world does does Tampa get derailed this year and by who? Akeem Talib. What do you think? It, it, it's going to be tough, Rich. I don't I don't think long as they healthy, I don't think nobody will do it. I think Tom will be sitting at the top of the throne at the end of the season again. Long as they healthy. It's it's, it's going to be too hard to do it. Like you said, him and Grant, we watching two Hall of Famers mm. pitch and catch all day. The defense is second to none. The O-line is good. Every single position on their team is is top tier. So if they healthy, they're going to be super tough to deal with. What did you think of the uh, Sunday night game between the Ravens and the Chiefs? I didn't get to watch it live, but, you know, I caught the highlights mm-hmm. of everything, but – a heavyweight fight, Rich. Mahomes did his job. He, he got the team in position, but you know, that's how football goes. It's, it's a team game, right? Everybody got to do their job. So, Lamar get that win. That's a huge win for Lamar. Lamar played outstanding, too. Just, you know, it, it, it's hard to stay in the fight with the Chiefs. And, and Lamar did everything he had to do, and he played it, and he made a big boy decision at the end, and he made the play at the end. So, 
I thought that was almost like a gotta win for Lamar. He probably felt like it's a gotta win for me. Like I'm gonna be one of those guys in the AFC and this the younger AFC and the name of them young quarterbacks in the AFC. I gotta beat this dude. I never beat him before. You know what I'm saying? The other quarterbacks beat him. They all beat each other. I never beat him. So he probably looked at it like that. And I'm glad he got that dub. Yeah, and 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 I saw. I don't know if again you said you saw the highlights. I don't know if any of the highlights because you were traveling back from Arizona. Right. After calling the game um, on Fox with Gus Johnson, again, Akeem Tlaib here in the Rich Eisen Show, I don't know if you saw that the NBC cameras caught uh, John Harbaugh asking Lamar if he wanted to go for it on that fourth down that they eventually yeah. did go for and win it. How does that affect a team to see the coach? Even though after the game John Harbaugh said, yeah, we're going for it, I just kind of wanted to check with him and make maybe even – convince myself we were doing the right thing. But how does that affect a team, do you think, seeing a coach ask the quarterback sort of like a check with you rather than a check with me right. situation? I mean, just, it's, I know Coach Harbaugh, he's preaching one thing in that, in that meeting room. And when you get all the guys to believe in what you're preaching, that's how you have a good team. So it become, it, moments in the game happen where, you're going to have to kind of stand on the stuff that you're preaching. What kind of football team we're going to be, what we're going to go out there and do, how we handle ourselves, what kind of confidence we're going to play with. And it's going to be moments in the game where you got to kind of stand on that. So that was one, one of the moments. And when Harbaugh said, hey, you want to go for it? He's like, yeah, what are we going for? It? And when you go for it and get it, man, the morale of your team. If Ocho Cinco could, could do it on the Madden Ravens, he'd make the morale of the Ravens go up a little bit because of that. Did Belichick ever ask Brady if he wanted to go for it? Did that ever happen? Did you ever see that? I don't know. You know, you know, I'm just a cornerback. I'm in my own zone in the game. Uh-huh. I have my hands full. So I don't know what kind of conversation, conversation they had, Rich. Uh, I just don't know. Because it's just, it, again, like I just kind of rare to see something like that, I imagine, right? To see um, just like let's huddle up, let's talk about it, even though they were going to go for it. And it was a no-brainer because what are you going to do? Even with 20 seconds to go, you're going to give Mahomes some sort of a shot to get right. a shot uh, from one swing of the leg to try and tie it. Uh, I mean, to try and win it with no time left. I got to keep to leave here uh, on the Rich Eisen show. All right, let's walk through it. What was it like calling a game with Gus? What was it like? It was fun, to to say the least. It was a good time, man. Gus, Gus is a dope partner. He made it so easy for me, and. I think us hanging out a few times before we got in the booth and hanging out the night before, I think the, the familiarity made me feel a lot more comfortable. So I thought it was fun. I thought we did a good job. Well, I mean, Gus is an all-time great hang. Uh, I know that in terms of our business. So um, how much, what, what, what'd you hang? What'd you, what'd you do? Tell me, what, tell me a, a good Gus hang story already. <laughs> what you got? Well, we didn't do much. We just hung out at the, at the lobby bar. Okay. About 12 and just hung out, man. Just talk chill, talk football, talk life, you know. So Gus OG, man. So he give me a lot of game on life and everything. Yeah, so, what he what he tell you? What what's what is the OG? I mean, come on, Rich. I, I, I can't. I don't want to say the conversation. Words, <laughs> but, you know, it's, we had a good conversation. Hey, who knows? There's a few cocktails involved. <laughs> I'm going to have to really think about it. I'll, I'll tell you exactly what we talked about. That might be its own great show in itself as your prep meeting and something <laughs> right. like that. Because I've, I've been around Gus uh, 
post midnight as well. He had sun, he had shades on that one night I saw him in Carolina. <laughs> as a matter of fact, he just uh, we were there for a Thursday night. I'm serious. We were there for a Thursday night game. We had just finished. Uh, we were already back at the hotel, and I think he was calling Knicks on yes. And he had just finished what he was doing, and he showed up wearing shades and whatever. And it was like everybody flocked to him. Everybody just wanted to talk to Gus because right. Gus That's, is just. It, it was it was a lot like that when we was at the bar. <laughs> 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 you know. So, but what Gus did court like do? Yeah, it was a good time, man. You know, we was, we was relaxing. That that just kind of loosened you up. So now we, the next day we in the booth. You know, we just got a nice little vibe. I'm, I could I could be lead a lot more, you know, when I'm comfortable like that. So I just love the way. I, I like the idea that we got a team. You yeah, know you so, should. I just love the way he talks sometimes and the way that, that he he just, I don't know where he comes up. Like there was like a tight window and he said, I forget which quarter, I think it was Connor. He put it in a shoebox is what he said. Put the ball in the shoe. <laughs> yeah. I heard that. Yeah, I'm he like, got, that's oh, a good. He the man, look, you, when you're a legend like that, he like John Madden and them guys. He's just been doing it so much. He's so witty. That's that's what that's what make you so great at your job. You just you come up with that stuff. Did he give you that's any tips? Did he give you any tips broadcasting as well on that front? Just about just talk as I know this is what, game three? Was that game three for you, four? Yep, that was come? game three. But, right. man, Gus, Gus just tell me, be me. Just do your homework. You know what you're talking about. Feel for both teams, mm-hmm. and you know, talk to me. That's how you tell me. Just, it's just me and you in there having a conversation. Talk to me, and, and you know, give good detail. Make sure I can understand it. I ain't a football. I, I'm not like a football genius. So when you explain, just make sure I can understand. It. If I can understand it, yes, then the kid, the ten year old kid, is out there can understand it. So he just kind of, you know, keep me in that line right there. So I just talk to him. So I, I feel like the best advice we gave is come in here and talk and worry about nothing. Don't worry about who listens. Let's give all the guys their flowers. They good credit to you. you know, they do something good. Let's let's acknowledge that because they're going to listen to these replays. Now, mom's going to listen to it. And, you know, let's show the guys some love. Yep. Bet. So. Yeah. And sometimes you got to call it like you see it, you know, like if somebody makes a bad play or they make a oh, bad yeah, decision, whatever, you got to. You know, and sometimes your your colleagues that you used to play with might not like it, but at least if they know it's coming from a, a position of you doing your job and going ahead and doing it, I mean that's that's why you you have this opportunity, Akeeb, is you've got the exactly. gift of gab, and you also have an incredible resume, and you know, um, and and I know just from my own thing that whenever, <clears throat> you know, we we're we're on game day morning or wherever talking. Very rarely do we have to say to each other, uh, certainly to Michael Irvin, hey, what suit are you wearing tomorrow? Because I don't want to wear the same thing. I imagine (laughs) there's no real check with you on that one either, right? Gus didn't say you're wearing salmon tomorrow or something like that. You didn't have to have that conversation with Gus. Like I said, I told you what I do. I just call call Chandra, let her do her thing, man. Ask her what what color shoes I need to get. Usually she get me together, so... You got them together again. What official color was that? What is the official color of yesterday? Well, when she told me, honestly, I didn't, I didn't know it was going to be pink. She, okay. When she told me, she said nude, like a nude blush. So when I heard nude blush, you know, I kind of thought <laughs> more tan, like yeah. a light tan, maybe sure. with like a, 
Yeah. You know, I thought tan. I thought nude. I thought yeah. that's the first thing I heard. So when she got there, it was it was pink. I was like, oh, Condra is pink. And she was like, yeah. <laughs> so, that's great. You know? It was terrific. Oh, I put it on. I like this. So, you know, make I it work. I love it. I no, like it a lot. I love it because it's you and it adds to you being you, which is what Gus told you you need to be. Um, that's why you're in that booth. That's your fingerprint, man. And I loved it. I really loved listening to you and Gus. It was great. It made me smarter. And boy, was that an entertaining game. And you made it more entertaining. When's your When's your next one? When's your next assignment with Gus? Hey, I appreciate that too, Rich. Next one, me and Gus, we got uh, the Cardinals again at Jacksonville this weekend. Oh, <laughs> oh baby. <laughs> Honestly, you should only call Cardinals games. <laughs> Because I'm I'm starting to like the Cardinals, Rich. (laughs) I bet because they're lit. I mean, they're entertaining, and so are you guys. It's a good time watching a game, Rich. I'm telling you, it's an entertaining defense. You got Vance Joseph. He got all the creative blitzes he do, and and they got playmakers on defense, man. And uh, you know what the offense is going to do. It's going to be a super explosive offense, so – it's a good time watching that game. Excellent. It should be a good one this weekend. Yeah. And what do you think, Deion? Do you think DeAndre's going to get more more balls after the first quarter? What do you think in this one? He's got to be sitting I mean, there. He had Pat P over there. Him and Pat P were playing physical, man. That was a, that was a good that was a good performance by Pat P. I bet he's uh, kind of, he kind of erased he was over him. there with Hop the whole time, and right. you know, I guess Kyler ain't really like that matchup. He didn't get too much separation. They was they was physical over there. They was almost wrestling over there. So. Okay. I'm kind of just stayed away from that, but Pat P won't be over there this week, so I'm sure he'll get a lot of Okay. Well, and plus you got a pool there in Jacksonville. Maybe that's where you and Gus should have your uh, your meeting beforehand. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, yeah. I heard it's a, a, a nice little hotel they don't have a there. So. Oh, yeah. We went to it, of course. Go to the pool. Uh, Akib, uh, like I said, I really enjoyed it. Let's talk down the line. Let's keep talking. I really want your thoughts on the season. I appreciate it. Will do. Appreciate you, Rich. Anytime. You that is Akib Tlaib, everybody, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. He and Gus calling Jacksonville, hosting Arizona. Oh, boy. I mean, Gus, again, like, put that in a shoebox, he said. I heard that. I wrote that one down. I'm like, I got to remember that. Put it in a shoebox. The over is 52 in that game, Rich, if you want to want a little a jump on week three. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. And I'll just say this. Kudos to the folks at Fox who's like, Gus, we need more of you. And Akib, we'd love for you to do it. And Gus, we'd love for you to do it. And put these two together. It was terrific. I loved every second of it. Yeah, that's gold. That's gold. Honestly, right there, man. you know, and then tonight we got the Manning brothers and yesterday we had Gus oh. and Akib. It's like two different, uh, you know, calls of the game yeah. and inside everywhere. And Gus is an OG. I mean, I mean, that, I, that sounds like a good poll, Rich. What? Who's your favorite broadcast team right now? Uh-huh. Oh. oh, boy. You got Nance and Romo. We got Al and Chris on Sunday night. The Manning brothers. Cool. The Manning's. Manning's going to be And Gus and Tlaib. Yeah. I mean, Manning's will run away with that. You point. think so? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, I'm putting it up right now. I think they will. Oh, where he told you he was going to win it. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> I would love for Al to win it so I can call him and say, Al, I know you've done a lot in your career. <laughs> um, you know, I understand you called the miracle on ice. And, you know, that big moment at the World Series with the earthquake. And, you know, you've been there and you've done that. But guess what? 
Congratulations, you won the Rich Eisen Show Twitter poll. <laughs> I would love that. So please, everybody, please vote for Al, just so I can go. <laughs> hey, Al, guess what, man? Uh, I know you've been wondering why you're in such a good mood today. Well, here's why. On Twitter today, it's just I should just even stop. <laughs> does, does Al have a burner? He's- Al's, Al does definitely He's is not, not checking out Twitter. Not on planet Earth. Not on this Earth. I bet you he must. He must. Um, I don't know. I shouldn't say that. Who the hell knows? I just can't imagine no, what, no what it would be. No. Um, he's not. There's no at, is, is at I don't care taken? <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll take a break. Finish up this show. Set up the rest of the week. All talk right, a little up. bit Monday it's night. It's up. Oh, my oh, gosh. Oh, oh, oh. And take some phone calls to wrap up this show in a sec. <laughs> Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, Five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Are you still playing fantasy football? You still doing that? Um, I, I, not really. No, I, 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 am in a league, but I don't, I don't control it. One well, of my buddies controls it for me. Okay. What, so I get, I like, I'm a part of it, but I, I, I don't have time for it. Whose no. League is this? Whose league is this? Is it's this? just a group of friends from high school that, uh, yeah, I, me and my buddy co, co, co-own a team and, and he really runs it for me. Well, cause I know we've had conversations about this before and that there are some interesting, um, uh, I guess, tasks that the loser of this league must undertake. So are you, if you lose, even though you're not part of the day-to-day? Oh, yeah, they'll, they'll like, hold me to it. Absolutely. I don't, I don't even know if I could tell you who's on my team right now, but okay. um, if I were to lose, they would they would absolutely hold me to it, and uh, we, we'd have to go take care of business. What are some of the um, fails that I guess that you have to do? What are some of the, the responsibilities of the losers of your league? What is uh, – Last year, the loser uh, – I have to go to Alaska for a day. What do you mean? Like for a t- for, yeah. <laughs> for a day? Yeah. Okay. You went to a place called Nome, Alaska. Um, you, you'd never heard of it. It's no, Nome, I've heard of Nome. I, I, I think I've, you know, I, I don't. I Actually, where the Iditarod, it, it goes through there, I think. Yeah, so, so the, the loser, race. 
regardless of the geographic spot in the United States, would have to, for a day, get on a plane and and prove per, proof of purchase of the ticket and then take a photo like how do you oh, yeah i mean there's there was tasks involved it was i think he went in in march um okay but it was it, it was yeah it was a whole thing and that was just one year that was just last year's this year it'll be entirely different um i'll have to check in with you and let you know if i'm, I'm in that but I, I hope i'm not i hope not is there anything what other previous uh years any other examples because that's amazing you have to go to nome alaska that is yeah. quite a uh, the, the year before, um, yeah, the year before the loser, you, you know, uh, Barstool Sports does the rough and rowdy, the boxing deal. We fought in that <laughs> at the Super Bowl. The year we were there, he, he was he was fighting in the in the in the boxing on Friday night uh, before the game there. Oh my gosh. Yeah. This is a, you do not want to lose your fantasy league. Jeremy. No, you don't. No, that's why I, I, I try to I try to put a lot of faith in, in, in my buddy that's around yeah. the corner. Jared Goff going tonight for the Detroit Lions in Lambeau Field. I believe his last game as a Ram was in Lambeau Field. Oh. In the playoff loss. So his first road game as a Lion in the same place as his last game as a Ram. Am I not mistaken, Chris Brock? I believe that's correct. Uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Look, I am a lot. <laughs> you know? He played pretty well in that game, though. He did. I know. Unlock the truth in the new Peacock original drama, Dan Brown's The Lost Symbol. Harvard symbologist Robert Langdon must solve a series of deadly puzzles to stop a global conspiracy. Stream every action-packed moment now only on Peacock. Go to PeacockTV.com to sign up. Has everyone ever referred to you as a symbologist? Mike? <laughs> no, mixologist. Hey. Oh, yeah. Mixologist. So let me, uh, let me, let me do that uh, read one more time. Okay, ready? <laughs> Unlock the falsities in new Peacock original <laughs> drama. <laughs> Dan Brown's The Lost. Yeah, right. <laughs> Hold on a minute. The Lost Drop. Seton Hall mixologist. Mike Del Tufo must sign. Right, and why you at it? Thank you. I wasn't good. <laughs> um, ben in Mississippi. What's up, Ben? How you been today, sir? It's on your mind. Line three, yes. What's up, Ben? You there? Rich. What's ben. up? Benny I'm, Ben. What's up? So, here's the thing. <laughs> when you were talking last week about the New York football Giants and how bad it's been over the last couple of seasons, you were wrong. Here's why. It's much worse than you realize. So over the last decade, from 2010 to 2020, the New York football giants have made the playoffs two times. Of course, there's a Super Bowl mixed in there, right? Yes. But over that same timeline of just making the playoffs 20% of the time, 23 other franchises have made the playoffs at least three times. That's how bad it's been for New York football. It has been yeah. that bad when you talk about that 23 other franchises have made the playoffs at least at least one time more than your franchise, referring to the Giants, in a decade, even with the Super Bowl championship mixed in there. Hey, but at least your quarterback looked much better than the Jets one did. I mean, honestly, the best thrower in New York City uh, over the last, you know, four days um, is, is is is... Is Daniel Jones, and that includes Garrett Cole. 
unfortunately. You know, yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll see about Danny. We'll see about DJ. I, I'm not sold on him yet, but I'm not going to overreact yet. We're going to wait on. Him. I'm, we're going to wait. Well, I mean, again, there's 15 more games, and thanks for the call, Ben. Look, the Giants are 0-2. As the Cowboys just, uh, you know, the Niners did uh, everyone in the division a favor by kind of, what do you say, exposing the Eagles offensively? Uh, I mean, I don't know how many times they're going to be exposing teams, which is a lot more than this past weekend. I mean, it's just two weeks. What a big game it's going to be between two 0-2 teams trying to avoid 0-3 Falcons that and Giants. That is a huge game. I know. Difference between 1-2 and 0-3, and and despite the fact that there's an extra game. Massive. I think we talked about every game today. I think we talked about every single game today. I mean, we didn't hit the Saints and Panthers all that much, but no, we we'll do that a little bit more tomorrow when we've got some more real estate. Broncos are 2-0. and Rams are 2-0. and also at 2-0, and sitting there um, are the Raiders are 2-0. and Three out of the four teams in the NFC West is 2-0. So that was my original poll that I put up today. What's the most surprising 2-0 and team? Broncos, Cardinals, Panthers, Raiders. What's currently standing out? What, right now the Panthers are at 42%. Raiders, uh, 35%. I, I, I kind of pulled a Dan Patrick who came on the show and I asked him about his Super Bowl pick, told us about four other ones that he's kind of into which allows him the breadth and scope later on this fall, saying, I kind of told you about that team, didn't I? That's the way I was with the NFC sleeper team. Kind of told you about Carolina, didn't I? Yeah, but you officially went with the Giants. I know, and they're still sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) Wake up, Joe Judge. Nudge them. Nudge them. I mean, they should have won that game last week, on Thursday. The number of times I got a tweet of some giant fan like Zapruder filming the when the snap went and when the guy jumped. Yeah, that was a big thing. I saw that. You know that they, he really wasn't offsides. He just went with the snap and. But he lined up offsides. They didn't call him for that. I don't think they said he lined up in the neutral zone, did they? Yeah. Packers by ten tonight. Fourteen tonight. What do you think? Uh, I'm gonna if we're talking wagering. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to bet Aaron Rodgers <laughs> over two and a half I, touchdown passes. I have no idea. Honestly, I have no idea what a certain place in Las Vegas, Nevada says. I don't know. I, I think it's not going to be close. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers after a loss, and especially a loss yeah. like week one at home. Uh, yeah. Aaron Rodgers has won his last seven starts on Monday Night Football. There you so go. there's that. Make that eight. Bloodbath. I think tonight's a W, and yeah. I think it's an R-E-L-A-X situation, and I think it's going to all look fine and dandy. Yeah. Well, you know why that is, Rich, right? Huh? You know why that is, right? No, I don't. Uh, a little bit of the R.E.S. rub. Yeah. If they yeah. would. Well, I mean, the fact that he comes on the show he and came on and okay, came on. I'm, on just, the, uh... I'm already going to chalk it up to the dub. The Packers won this game because Aaron Rodgers was on the show today. I like it, and that's an Aaron Rodgers rub. Rich like Eisen show rub. I like it. I like it a lot. They're using that on the meats. Hoskins told me, uh, Hoskins told me right not now. to jinx it, so watch the yeah, Lions win by two it, touchdowns. Know, it's Mark Andrews on line one saying, what happened when I was on last Friday? <laughs> <laughs> Before going to Las Vegas. Why well, you got to bring up old stuff, Rich? That wasn't Mark Andrews' fault. <laughs> Should I text Mayock? Hey, since you came on my show, nice 2-0 start. Yeah, you might. we, we need an every week guest, That's Rich. That's the benefit of having at least somebody from either side on. And when, it, when they tie, they lose my number. <laughs> <laughs> 
both. Rich people. who? <laughs> like Chris Long is our first guest. Hey. Tomorrow. Is, uh, is he going to be joining us tomorrow? Former Direct TV head honcho no, or no, former no, 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 NFL? No, 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 man who won a Super Bowl gotcha. for Brockman's Patriots and won a Super Bowl yeah, for against the for the Eagles back to back huh? and then against him. I know. I mean, woof. two times. I know. So I will be on Westwood One's coverage tonight um, of. Of the Monday Night Football game starting at 7:30 Eastern on radio stations coast to coast, uh, join me and uh, we'll replay some of the Aaron Rodgers and some of Dan Campbell from last week as well. And then Ian Rappaport's going to join us during uh, uh, halftime. Maybe I'll book him for tomorrow's show. Hey, we're, we're available for tonight too, Rich. Just so you know. The okay, three great, terrific. <laughs> TJ will be at home recording things off of television. <laughs> <laughs>